You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 13. Welcome to the ride. listening to another episode of How Does She Do It, a weekly podcast dedicated to sharing practical insight and honest perspective on being grown. This week's episode, I'm going to keep it short. I know that we are, if you're listening to this, um, by the time you listen to this, you it's already the holiday. You might be home with your family and I don't want to keep you long, but I just wanted to share a few things because this will be the last episode for 2015. I'm very happy that we have reached the 13th episode and I appreciate your support and your feedback, your questions. If you would like, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, how does underscore she do it. Please feel free to send me emails at Tiffany at how does she do a podcast.com. And don't forget to leave a review in iTunes um, and a rating as well. And hopefully we'll be up on Google Play soon. Check me out on SoundCloud. Check me out on Stitcher. All of those good things. Um, So I'm just going to really get right into this episode. As we're thinking about New Year's resolutions, and we are not thinking about New Year, New Me, because that's not what actually happens, I wanted to to share four things that I think that we should think about as we're reflecting on 2015 and preparing for our new goals and new objectives and resolutions, if you will, in 2016. So for me, 2016 excuse me, 2015 has really been a year of clarity for me. I've gained clarity in a few different um, different parts of my life, things that I want to focus on, things that I want more for myself. Um, I've gained an increased, or I've noticed at least, an increase in my confidence this year, which even as I say that, it's, I'm still uncomfortable with it. I've noticed myself operating differently and feeling differently. And sometimes I'm not really sure if that's like, if I like to keep moving forward in that or I kind of shrink back into it. But that's something that I've, that I've noticed in this year. I've set new goals for myself, and with those new goals have come new challenges, have come new fears, um, because in some ways I'm approaching and 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 charting new territory. But that also means that I'm stretching myself and that I am wondering sometimes if by stretching myself, if I'm stretching myself too thin, if I'm doing too much, or if I, um, you know, I'm even able to actually attain these things that I'm trying to stretch myself for and trying to work for. But that's just, um, you know, that's kind of some of the things that I've been thinking about. But when we, as I'm thinking about going into the new year with some of the things that I've done and have not done this year, there are four things that I want us to to do and to keep in mind as we set these goals. So the first is to quiet the noise that is going on around you. And when I say noise, I'm not just talking about negativity, but even some of the positive, some of the the feedback that we get, some of the information that we seek, some of the books that we read, sometimes you just have to step back and unplug. And, you know, even when we look to the people that we admire and and respect, 
um, when we think about the people who doubt us or the institutions that doubt us or try to keep us from, you know, accessing some of the things that we want, the panic and the worry around uh, some of the news and the current events that are happening, the trends that we see, should I be this, should I be that, should I look for this, should I look for that, the images that are projected to us by people that we know, people that we don't know, that some of the things that the corporations want us to feed into or not feed into, and we can go and that's a whole nother conversation for another day. But all of that stuff that's coming in is we need to be able to control that and to quiet it so that we can hear what we want for ourselves so that we can hear our own voices and the voice of God. If you, if you pray to God, you pray to whoever you, whoever you're seeking to be closer to on a spiritual level, if you take time to step away from some of the the influences and the noise that's going on around you, you can get closer to those voices. And then you can also get closer to the strengths that you have within yourself, to the desires that you have within yourself when you strip away what other people are saying that you should or should not want and and desire and go after for yourself. Try and find opportunities to deliberately quiet some of that noise and to take, to unplug a little bit from what is going on around you. Going into 2016, I also think that we should set bigger goals. And a few weeks back, I remember saying something. I can't remember which episode it was in, but I remember saying it um, and hearing it after I recorded it and wishing I, I had said something different. But I said that we should set reasonable goals. And I want to apologize for that because I think what what comes when I said, and in the, in the spirit, of course, is, is coming from a positive place, but when you are setting reasonable goals, sometimes you're also limiting how much you can actually do. And part of this influence, part of this idea is coming from a book that I'm reading right now by Grant Cardone called The 10X Rule. And he suggests that by setting goals that are 10 times larger than what we want or think we can actually get, we can set ourselves up to work harder to get us closer to that larger goal. And therefore, you can set the the initial goal that you had for yourself and you can blow it out of the water. So basically, the idea is that the larger the goal, the harder you have to work, right? So by setting a 10x goal, the expectation, and according to his, his approach, is that you then have to do 10 times the amount of action required or that's thought reasonable in order to actually obtain that goal. So for example, if your goal is to earn an extra $1,000 a month, which is a good amount of money, you know, it's a good amount of money to earn a month. But if you set that goal and then you fall short, let's say you fell short and earned an extra $200 a month, right? Which is, again, extra money is good money. But if you then set, if you set a goal that says, I want to earn an extra $5,000 a month, and then you fall short of that goal, Falling short of a $5,000 goal is probably going to put you in a, in, a, in a higher place than falling short of a $1,000 goal. So, and this, these, this is not about the numbers specifically, but the concept. So setting a goal that is that sounds unreasonable to tradition, to the norms, to what society tells us that we should do, but you set a goal and then you have to then encourage yourself and then set forth to do that much more action to make that 10x goal come to light for you. 
And that, I think, is an amazing concept. And I think his book is pretty powerful. I suggest you um, look it up. I'll leave uh, put a link in the show notes to that. Um, but I think that, and of course, there are caveats. There are things that, you know, that are sometimes things are unrealistic. For me to say that I have a, you know, a goal of being, you know, an NBA player is ridiculous, right? So it's it's not talking about things that are outlandish and impossible, but things that are that seem bigger than where you feel like you might be able to take yourself to or things that seem bigger than where you might actually be able to go. But when you set that goal for yourself and then commit to doing that much more work to get that goal, then you will find yourself surprising yourself. At least my belief is, and I'm going to tell you guys how this works out for me in in next year because I'm I'm currently reevaluating the goals that I have for myself and trying to 10x them and make them bigger than I could have ever imagined before. And so we'll see how that progress goes. We'll see where I fall short. We'll see where, what failures come along the way because those will happen, but that's all right. But set bigger goals for yourself as you look towards 2016. The third thing I think we should keep in mind as we set our goals and look towards 2016 is to audit the way we use our time in the morning and the way we use our time when we get home in the evening. So I remixed this from an article that Gary Vaynerchuk wrote on medium.com and I'll post a link to this in the show notes. His tip read audit your 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. And he mentioned that this is called like it's like a white space of productivity for people who are pursuing other things outside of their traditional nine to five job. Or even if they have, um, you know, they're entrepreneurs or they're doing their own thing. This is just another space for for, you know, additional productivity. I remixed it because I think that we should also look at the way that we spend our time in the mornings, too. And seeing 2 a.m. scared me because I wake up before 5 o'clock in the morning on most days if I'm doing what I think I'm supposed to be doing. So I don't really know how um, I'm going to do anything past like 11, but I'm going to work on it. I'm going to I'm gonna remix it. But I added mornings because I think that, and of course, this is all depending on what's going on in your household, but when we add an extra extra time in the morning by waking up earlier, there is so much more that can be done with the day. And I've noticed that in my own life by, like I said, I wake up a lot earlier than I used to. And now for something that I would be too tired to do in the evening, which would be for me, it is working out in devotion. I would find reasons not to do it after work. But now in that time in the morning, before I start responding to emails, before people start harassing my life, I have that time for myself. So I encourage you to take a look at the maybe shifting the time that you wake up, maybe reevaluating the way that you use your time in the evening, and you'll probably be able to find at least 30 minutes, if not more time, to do things for yourself that does not necessarily involve a Netflix binge or watching, you know, TGIT with, um, you know, how to get away with murder and scandal, even though they're on break right now anyway. But um, my point is that look for opportunities at the front of your day and on the back end of your day to find, to, to do more work and to do more things that are for you, be it exercise, be it reading, be it, um, you know, building on that dream that you have, that 10x dream that we just talked about. Look for those opportunities and build those into your into your day as you go forward in 2016. The last thing I think we should do as we look towards 2016 
and achieving the goals that we set for ourselves is to count it all joy. And that phrase comes from, it's part of a verse. It comes from James chapter one, verses two and three. And um, the full verse reads, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. And that of course comes out of a larger context. There's a lot more that goes on, you know, before that, after that verse, but that I put, pick that part out of it because I think a lot of times we face, we're hit with obstacles. We're hit with challenges sometimes on a daily basis, be it the printer not working at your job or one of your coworkers acting crazy or, you know, a project that you had falling through, scheduling changes, your relationships, like issues, things, all those things. Sometimes we're faced with a lot of different challenges, but when you think about challenges as and obstacles as opportunities when you can find joy in and knowing what it says falling into various trials knowing that the testing of your faith the testing of the things that you're of what you're made of really produces patience and patience is what's required to to persevere patience is required to live this life and and to know that setbacks happen and to know that we will f- constantly fall on challenges and will face challenges but looking trying being optimistic not optimistic in the, in a point in the sense that you are you are living in a in a idealistic and unrealistic reality but that you're looking for growth everywhere you're looking for opportunity everywhere recognizing that Various trials will produce positivity in your life, whether it be a lesson that you learn today or, you know, prolonged or maybe delayed gratification of the things that you want or maybe a detour from the thing that you think you want versus the thing that you actually need or should be working towards. So count it all joy as you as we prepare for a new year, knowing that things are not going to be rosy. It's not new year, new you. Things are not. This is not creating a clean slate per se, but it's a continuation of the growth that we've made in this year. It's a continuation of the progress that we've made. It's an opportunity to grow from the setbacks and the failures that we've had. And it's an opportunity to rebirth those some of those relationships and rejuvenate some of the things that we've been we've been putting off for ourselves in exchange for the a new, a kind of renewed sense of of um of hope as January 1 um, comes upon us. So I hope that you had a blessed year. I hope that you can feel good about where you are right now, even if it's not necessarily where you thought you wanted to be. That you look towards this holiday season to spend time with your loved ones, to reflect, to feel good about yourself, and to feel good about what, what opportunities lie for all of us coming into the new year. Just a quick recap of the four things that we should keep in mind as we set our resolutions or goals for 2016. Quiet the noise that's going on around you. Two, set bigger goals. Three, audit how you use your time in the morning and how you use your time when you get home from work. And four, count it all joy. I just want to read another review that was left in iTunes from Reef in Yatif. It says, great listen, Quality, bite-sized show that is informative. At first, I was worried that it would be too much like a bland lecture, but the show has evolved to show bits of personality and quips. Keep them coming. 
Well, thank you for that review. I'm hoping that it continues to not be a bland lecture and that my personality keeps shining through, um, hopefully not too much because I try to keep it a little low-key for y'all on the podcast. But um, thank you for the review and for your support. That wraps it up for this 13th episode of How Does She Do It? Thank you for listening. As always, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, please email Tiffany at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, HowDoes underscore SheDoIt. Like the Facebook page. Leave me a rating and review. Share it with your friends. I really, really appreciate your support. And I hope that you have a blessed holiday season. A new episode will be ready to go on January 6th of 2016. And until then, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.